Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Happy spring to you. This is Stuart Crawford in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and you're on Small Business IT Radio, a radio show designed for small business IT professionals and small business specialists out there who are looking at taking their business to the next level. And we got a great panel of experts on today, people that are uh, definitely experts in their in their fields, be managed services or mid-market solutions. We got a great panel uh, formed today. A couple of notes prior to uh, kicking off the show. We're on blogtalkradio.com, and this is a great uh, place for you to come if you want to get into broadcasting on the Internet. you just got to go to blogtalkradio.com, sign up today for a free account, and basically get going. And it's really easy to, uh, to launch your own radio show on the Internet. We'll, uh, we'll skip over the normal introduction of SMB Summit, because that's what the show is about today is SMB Summit and why you need to be there. Another couple uh, calendar events coming up uh, over the next little while. Uh, for us Canadian partners, we got SMB Nation going on in Toronto uh, the first weekend of May, and we got a IMCP event that's going to be kind of a pre-day event for SMB Nation Toronto. Uh, we got Microsoft Worldwide Partner Conference coming up in, in July, and of course registration is opening up uh, next week for that. Keep, uh, keep an eye out on the WPC website for that. And uh, a number of other things. Uh, Keep, you know, check out the blogs that are out there, uh, and uh, and keep up to date with what's going on in the community. Well, anyway, we want to kick off our, our show on SMB uh, Summit and why you need to be there, and why is it a great uh, investment of your time for you as a small business or even a mid-market IT partner to invest the three or four days to go out to SMB Summit in Dallas, which is April 18th to the 21st in the Dallas area. I think Los Colinas is the actual city name where it's going to be held, and we'll get into more information about where you can sign up and uh, and register uh, later on in the in the show today. But we're joined by five great individuals. Uh, we have Arlen Sorensen from Heartland Technology Solutions out of uh, the Midwest. We have Brad Scow from CompuDyne in Duluth, Minnesota. Eric Simpson from Managed Services uh, University. I think that's MSPU out of uh, Garden Grove, California, Carl Palachek out of Sacramento with great little books, and Dana Epp from Scorpion Software out of Chilliwack, B.C. And I'm going to introduce these guys and uh, have them all come on and tell us a little bit about themselves because there may be a few listeners out there who do not know who these uh, five great uh, small business IT guys are. And one other thing is we are taking live questions. So if you have a question, the chat window is now open. Uh, you can meet me on the chat window. Uh, let me know what your question is, and then we'll try to get you onto the program. We do have caller ID available. It's not, e- not an easy process to go through if we have a number of callers on. Anyway, I want to introduce uh, our first panelist today, Arlen Sorensen from Heartland Technology Solutions out of Harlan, Iowa. Arlen, good morning to you. Tell us a little about yourself and what uh, Heartland's all about. Thanks, Stuart, and I want to wish you a happy birthday in front of your listening crowd so that they can all... Uh recognize you're another year older. Another year Uh, older, another year wiser, hopefully. (laughs) Harlan Technology Solutions, or HTS, is a uh, solution provider in the Midwest. We have uh, eight offices across five states, about 85 employees now that are uh, helping serve the technology needs of our small and medium uh, clients, and uh, we're focused on uh, 
the Microsoft stack and network infrastructure types of solutions. Um, we also are, are the uh, organization that uh, founded and, and leads the Heartland Tech Groups, the peer groups that uh, a number of uh, industry companies are part of, and are really looking forward to our participation at the SMB Summit in Dallas in uh, about two weeks. Well, good morning and welcome, and thank you for the birthday wishes. And Brad Scout from CompuDyne out of Duluth, Minnesota. Good morning to you, Brad, and your balmy 50 degrees out there in Duluth today. Good morning, Stuart. It is a beautiful day in Duluth. Hoping to get rid of some of this snow we have here. You're ready for golf. I'm uh, ready for golf. Uh, Stuart CompuDyne is a solution provider in northern Minnesota. We have two offices. Um, we're up to about 40 people now. Uh, we do, uh, similar to Arlen and HTS, we do... Uh, the Microsoft stack and infrastructure work, uh, we still have the old model of selling a lot of product, um, doing a lot of traditional service work and a growing managed service business that we have. We uh, also recently bought a wireless ISP to add to our infrastructure work, so we are a, a growing, dynamic company. Uh, I'm the general manager here, and I'm very much looking forward to uh, SMB Summit as I've uh, been a member of one of Arlen's peer groups and see the content that he's delivered to those. Um, I know Arlen and Mike and the guys that are, are putting this thing together, they don't waste people's time. And there's a lot of value packed into these uh, sessions we have coming up. So I'm looking forward to not only chatting about it today, but being down there in a few weeks. Great. And good morning. And Eric Simpson from MSPU out of uh, the Southern California region. Good morning to you, sir. I, I, and I know there's no snow in Garden Grove this morning. Good morning, Stuart, and my fellow panelists. Yes, it's a balmy 68 degrees at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, so it's a beautiful morning out here in Southern California. Um, again, uh, birthday wishes, Stuart. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Uh, MSP University's parent organization, Intelligent Enterprise, is a 10-year-old VAR. We just celebrated, well, I guess it'll be 11 years this year in April. We'll celebrate our 11th anniversary. Um, basically, a, uh, your, your typical uh, solution provider, uh, up until about 2005 when we transitioned into proactive uh, remote monitoring and management and help desk services, which we now know as managed services. Um, since then, we've been asked by numerous solution providers and vendor channels and, and uh, other organizations to share our knowledge. So we spun up MSP University online at the end of 2005 and have been uh, educating and training solution providers all over the world since then. And... Um Good morning to you, Eric, and thank you for uh, your contribution to the community. You're definitely one of the pioneers when it comes to managed services and probably the most uh, well-connected guy I know uh, for getting managed services information. So good morning to you. And further up uh, California, we have Carl Palachuk. Uh, good morning to you, Carl. Uh, Carl. Good morning, and happy birthday. 29 is a, is a big year, so I hope you have a good one. <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, KP Enterprises is – I actually have three companies. My my oldest company is KP Enterprises. We were founded in 1995, and we are a small VAR. We have eight employees, and we service Northern California. We got some great news yesterday. We are one of the finalists to provide the technology piece for the winner of the Microsoft $100,000 technology giveaway. So, um, And actually, one of the other finalists for that is somebody who is in our small business user group in Sacramento. So... Uh, we, we're very happy about that, and we'll brag about that even if we don't get the contract. <laughs> well, you know, the nice thing about that, Carl, is you just kind of drove home the point of why you should be involved with your user groups in your local community. There's some great resources out there uh, to find out where you, know, you can get user group information. 
And talking about user groups, I just had Dana in Calgary last week uh, talking to my user group, and it was a great presentation, a lot of good feed, uh, feedback from that. Good morning, Dana, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Good morning, Stuart, and I guess being last on the panel here, I get to say happy birthday. I know you just turned 21. We took you out last week, so uh, I don't know why people think you're getting older. I'm um, actually getting younger as I go. That's right. Uh, so I'm a Microsoft Security MVP. I've been awarded that designation for three, uh, three years, going on four now, and so I spent a lot of time uh, touring the country talking to lots of different user groups about security and how to apply that on a technical and business level. Uh, I'm also the president and CEO of Scorpion Software, uh, where we design and deliver strong authentication solutions uh, for small business. And uh, I'm looking forward to going down to SMB Summit so that we can communicate uh, with a lot of different businesses about a lot of the new technology that's coming out to apply for a lot of the business logic with uh, Windows Server 2008 and with the next generation of uh, small business server and, of course, how that aligns with a lot of the stuff we're doing because with everyone starting to spend more and more time accessing their businesses remotely, it's starting to become a big burden for a lot of them when they have to deal with the risks associated with that. And that's exactly where our, both my personal uh, goals and my business goals lie, and that is in protecting those small businesses. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone down there. Well, it'll be great to have you guys down there, and I'm looking forward to it myself. It's, only, it's hard to believe it's only a couple weeks away until we're down there. So. Let's, talk, let's, let's start right at the beginning. There's some great pre-day events, and I know, Carl, you have something scheduled with Matt Nakowitz, a pre-day event. Let's talk about that uh, first, and uh, tell us a little bit about what, uh, what people that register for your pre-day event or don't even know about it, what are they looking at? Uh, what's the value that you're going to be delivering to the community? Well, the, I guess the, the headline for the event is that we're, we're looking at how you can manage projects that are always going to be profitable, and um, you know, part of it is is making sure that you sell the project the right way, make sure that you sell something that your company actually delivers. And even though that always gets a chuckle, right? It's it's actually the bane of the technology existence is that we have salespeople who will sell anything, whether it exists or not, whether it can be done or not. And and so you need to you need to sell something the right way. And how you manage the client, how you make sure that the expectations are such that you're you're setting yourself up for success, uh, and then actually managing the project itself. So uh, we're going to talk about how you make sure everything gets on the list, how you define the project, how you keep things inside the scope, and do all that without making the customer feel irritated that that you're delving into the world of legalese in order to you know give them less for more money. So there's a it's about a 4-hour uh seminar altogether, but we think there's a huge amount of value in it and it's now it's only it's $149. So it it only takes 1 hour of a project and and the whole thing is paid for. So that's and what I we're know that's about. a big I know that's a big challenge for a lot of small business IT professionals is you know getting on the projects even as we grow our company here so so many times we've you know, thought, well, yeah, we, how long, how hard is it to install a small business server or, you know, even a Windows Server standard? We just kind of do it with our eyes closed. But there's a lot more complexities in technology today that really we need to start planning these projects properly and make sure we have all our I's dotted and T's crossed. So, Carl, how can somebody register for your pre-day event? Uh, the easiest way is to go to greatlittlebook.com and just click on seminars and. Um, 
uh, you know, the other thing about the, the whole project management piece is that a lot of times we're working with very small companies that somebody has figured out enough to be able to acquire a small business server, to put in a CD, to go next, 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 and Microsoft has led them to believe that they've now got a small business server up and running, when in fact what they've got is an improperly configured, perhaps insecure system, and, and they don't know that they need to do it a different way. So sometimes they look at it and say, well, why should I pay you umpty $11 to do something that my guy can do himself? And so you have to, you have to figure out how you're going to convince them what you have here is a project. What you what you don't have is a good hour's worth of labor, and now you're done. Um, so, you know, sometimes people say, "Well, are you just selling the client something that they don't need?" And of course, our argument is, "No, we're selling the client something that they need, but they don't know they need." And sometimes that's a lot harder than when a client comes to you and says, "I know what I need. Please give me a quote on this." And and what they what they think they need may not necessarily be what they really need. Well, exactly. It's, uh, it's no longer a microwave oven, as I like to say, when, when it comes to you just can't take it out of the box and set it up. So, I mean, that's a great uh, uh, pre-day event that's happening. Arlen, I know for the HCG members that are out there, we have a number of pre-day uh, happening for HCG members. Is there anything that you can uh, share with us? Well, yeah, there's a lot of uh, activity around the HTG uh, groups that are going on in Dallas. Five of the groups are actually meeting the two days ahead of the summit and are uh, having their particular uh, group meetings for the quarter in Dallas. Uh, one of the groups will be meeting immediately following and sprinkled throughout the uh, four-day summit. We have a couple of uh, different HTG all opportunities that will be happening as well. So. There'll be a strong presence of, of HTG members at the conference. I think we have about 150 uh, registered, and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing uh, all of them, plus all the other folks that are there today. Our registration is at 4:20, so we have a huge number of folks that'll be in Dallas together, and uh, looking forward to it. And what's the capacity, Arvin? How many more people can uh, can get in if uh, you know they're listening to this program and say, "I got to get down there." We we will be able to feed 480 folks, so that's where we're going to have to draw the line. So because uh, after that, then the the panel starts to not get to eat, and I know Dana wants to eat. <laughs> well, you know, hey then, now, you hey now. <laughs> there you go. So there's uh you know some sense of urgency here uh, for all the listeners. There's only 60 spots technically roughly uh, to get in there. You don't want again. You don't want to miss this stuff because what we're going to talk about next is one of the reasons why we need to get down there. Uh, as you know, Microsoft's launched the Windows Server 2008 product line. There's some great new technology coming there, and we got two great days packed full of a technology talk about Windows 2008 around the Small Business Server 2008 and Essential Business Server 2008. And Arlen, I know you're big on EBS, and what are the attendees going to get uh, about you know, around the EBS product line? Because there's still a lot of guys out there, Arlen, that have no idea what Essential Business Server is all about, even though we did a show on um, uh, Small Business IT Radio about it, and there's a lot of buzz out there about it, but there's a lot, a lot of people that still have no idea what this product is. Well, that's that's very true, Stuart. And, and uh, you know, day one of the summit on Friday, uh, all day is going to be focused on uh, Small Business Server 2008, which is, you know, a refresh of, of a very uh, 
profitable and successful product that we've been able to work with for a long time as partners. Uh, that's being re, uh, redone on the new uh, Server 2008 platform. It's got a lot of nice new things that are, in, are added to it, and as Dana alluded, uh, you know, security is going to be one of those areas. But uh, the second day on Saturday all day, we're going to focus on a new product that's, that's going to be available to us uh, later this year called Essential Business Server. Code name for that product was Centro. And really, uh, the way that you would, I would best look at it is uh, it's small business server-like for the mid-market. product is designed for uh, companies with 50 to 300 seats. Uh, I think it will also uh, find a home in, in some smaller organizations as well, but it's a three- or four-server solution. So small business server, as you know, is a one- or two-server uh, solution, depending on if you have the... Uh, the premium version or not. Essential Business Server will be similar. It's going to be a three or four server solution targeted at those mid-market customers and, and really designed with the same kinds of, of uh, attitudes as SBS was. Simpler to install uh, because of the wizards, which makes it a lot more predictable for us as partners to deploy, leveraging all the key Microsoft technologies together so that everything works the way that, that we expect it to. And really, uh, you know, overlaying that with management now so that it's easier to manage those servers and provide the, the kinds of features and, and functions that a mid-sized business needs. So it's, it's a really exciting product. It's moving into a space that was sort of ignored, more or less, uh, up to this point, and I think it's going to be a real opportunity for a lot of partners that have been selling SBS that are trying to move upstream just a little bit in size of the customer they serve to have that same kind of look and feel they're used to with SBS, but be able to, to take that product to a, a little larger customer set. So I'm excited. This is the first readiness training that Microsoft will have done around the product. Uh, we all know already there'll be some rough edges around some of the things that they try to show because we're we're still early in the the uh, cycle here. But this is going to be a first look and a real competitive advantage, I think, to partners that start training today. Uh, that to me is the the real value of coming to the summit and getting involved early. You've got some time to get your team up to speed. Selling EBS is going to require some different skills than we're used to needing in the, the small business server space. There's new technologies that are part of that product that we're not accustomed to working with. So there's going to be some technical things we're going to have to learn, but there's also some sales differences we have to learn. We're selling to a different kind of customer, and it requires our, us to have some different sales and marketing skills and even some different skills at, at the owner level because of the way that mid-market customers do business. So the whole purpose of this event, you know, on those first two days is to not only show us the new technology, but to think through how do we get our businesses ready to be successful with these products. At the end of the day, it's fun to sell cool new technology, but if we don't make any money at it, it's not really worth our time. So that'll be a big part of the message that that we're going to hear there is how do partners really take this stuff and become, you know, a successful ongoing profitable business. Saturday night, big party Microsoft's going to have uh, to celebrate these two new products and uh, just a little heads up, you're going to have to attend both days to get your ticket to get in. 
But if you turn that ticket in on the way uh, after the sh- after the, your two days of training, you're going to also get a very nice pad folio, which is a uh, notebook case portfolio kind of uh, thing with uh, EBS on it as a special gift from Microsoft. So there's some really exciting things that, that Microsoft's going to do to encourage us to be there and to get trained and to learn these new products. So, Arden, maybe a question on the on those two days of training. Uh, for those people that are more sales-focused and those people that are more technical-focused, is there going to be separate tracks or is it all going to be lumped in together? The two days will be one session. So uh, sales, technical, uh, it will all be kind of interspersed as we go through the day. Uh, you know, there will be certainly probably more technical focus than, than sales focus, but it's not going to be, you know, real deep dive kind of the technical things because the product's just really not quite there yet for us to go that deep. It'll be good good depth and it'll show a lot of the new features that are coming and all those kind of things, but it's a single track for the first two days. We split tracks when we get to day three, and that's where we'll be able to see uh, – a business track, a sales track, and a technical track. And I, and I like that idea of having it all kind of mixed together because your salespeople really need to understand the technology and how it all works, and then your technical people really need to know how to position it in the solution stack and how to influence the, your customers or your clients and why they should use a solution. I won't say sales, but really consult with them and influence them on uh, why they – they should be looking at EBS or even small business server. And I want to kind of invite Brad in because Brad was involved with the Cougar Tap. We did our uh, small business uh, server 2008 show a couple weeks ago, and we had Eric Thorsell and Aaron Booker on talking about their experiences on the Cougar Tap. But, Brad, you get to share about your experiences at the, uh, at the conference in Dallas. What can uh, people expect to hear from you when you get down there? Uh, well, they're going to hear a little bit about how it was to work with Microsoft on, on the TAP program, which was a great experience. Microsoft has been uh, very accommodating and open and, and uh, very enjoyable to work with. Uh, very much looking for uh, and value the feedback that we could provide as we were going through not only the features, but technically how is this thing going to install, what kind of impact is it going to have on our customer. Um, we've been through some of those... Uh, initial first beta installs with our customer and gave them some good feedback. We're going to talk about what worked and what didn't work and what our customers were surprised about and what what they expected that they didn't see, maybe some things that they didn't expect to see that they saw. Um, uh, And just when this product comes out, um, I believe right around Worldwide Partner Conference time, uh, how they can hit the road running with this thing because it's, uh, as Arlen said, it's it's a great new uh, refresh of this product that I think most of us have been successful selling, and with the new features and an ease of use, it's going to make it that much easier to just let's let's go out there and hit this thing and get it into our customer sites. And one of the common themes I'm hearing throughout uh, your talk and Arlen and Carl and everybody else who spoke already on the call here on the, or on the program is that it's to hit the ground running and have the skills needed to gain a competitive advantage. Brad, maybe on your experiences uh, at SMB Summit in the past, where have you taken CompuDyne on the information that you've learned by investing three or four days of your time? And, you know, financially it's not a huge investment. If you're worried about the financial investment, maybe it's not the right fit for you. Um, I'm more concerned about investing my time uh, over the financial side. But, you know, what are some of the advantages that you've taken that you applied right into CompuDyne uh, from your experience at SMB Summit? 
Um, well, Stuart, the things that I've gotten out of the content that's been put together have been uh, real-world experience that I can learn from somebody else's mistakes before I go back and as I'm trying to implement something and think I know which way might work. Uh, uh, the, the the sessions and the seminars and the people that are there and the people that you can talk to. Um, you can always find a group of people that have been there and done that and have, have maybe done it a way they shouldn't have done it in the first place and they learned their lesson and they're more than willing to help you with um, here's some best practices that we have, here's even some templates that we've put together that we've found to be successful. So as we've grown our business and as we've change with the industry and we try to get better. Um, you can either reinvent the wheel or you can go to SMB Summit and learn from some people that have already done it and have been successful doing it. And you can you can take those things and bring them back, tweak them a little bit to fit your business and, and off you go. You know, we've done things with like uh, even job descriptions and organizational charts and some of the structure things like that to how are you compensating your people and as you transition to managed services, what do you look at compensating your salespeople? Those kind of questions that I think we all sit back and wonder, what's the best way to do it? Um, there's a great collective group of knowledge and some content and seminars that, that spearhead all of those kind of things, and those they're delivered to you, and you can bring them back with you, and you're ready to go. And uh, thanks uh, for sharing that, Brad. It's, it's important because you know I've got to meet a few, uh, many great people from SMB Summit last year in in Disneyland, which was great. And I'm looking forward to uh, getting down there again in a few weeks. Now, we talked about managed services, and uh, I want to bring Eric Simpson in because again, the pioneer of managed services, in my opinion. But before we do that, I just want to remind everybody that the lines are open for questions at area code six four six. 716-8372. You can dial in. Meet me on the chat room first. Ask your question. Uh, just let me know who you are, where you're calling from, and we'll get you uh, on the on the program today. But I want to turn it over to uh, Eric and talk about uh, managed services for a bit here, because Brad, you kind of just mentioned it. Eric, we've heard lots of uh, great content from from you and others. Uh, managed services has been around for a little while now. A few of us are. Some of us are starting to just get into it for the first time. However, what's, what are we going to hear a little different uh, this time around that maybe we haven't heard in the past? Great, great, great question, Stuart. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, I think managed services has, uh, has proven that it is not a fad um, and is a valuable uh, additional service and a way to deliver services that, that we as solution providers and, and, um, and our clients really benefit from. So my, my discussion at this year's SMB Summit, and we've been uh, privileged to have presented at every single SMB Summit um, that has uh, been conducted. So we're, we're very pleased to have been invited back again. But I'm going to take our focus a little bit differently this time, and I'm going to talk about um, how we can maximize our profits uh, in 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 periods of economic instability or economic uncertainty as managed service providers and solution providers in general. So I'm going to talk about some very specific things that we can do to not only maintain our revenues in 2008 and 2009, but how we can actually grow our businesses as a direct result of um, um, specific uh, training points that I'll cover during my presentation in delivering managed services, marketing managed services, and utilizing the big 800-pound gorillas like 
Dell, uh, who's advertising remote help desk and uh, remote support. I mean, how do we compete with those guys? We certainly can't do it with the budgets that we have. But I've got a couple of ideas that we can use to help us basically springboard off of that messaging and help us close more business as a result of it. So what is the threat out there, Eric, from the, the 800-pound gorillas? Uh, you mentioned that a few times in your, in your blog, on your blog and in, in conversation with you. But what is the real threat out there, and why? You know, what can we pick up at SMB Summit that you know, we can take back to our, to our business practices? Well, <clears throat> I, I, I see it as, as a couple of things that we need to, to raise our general awareness of as SMB IT service providers. Um, the movement toward delivering services proactively and remotely is picking up steam. There's a lot of uh, merging and acquiring going on in the space at a high level from organizations. Uh, organizations are actually acquiring uh, managed service providers and integrating their tools and technology process and procedures into their own deliverables. We see this most recently with Dell. So I think from the perspective of, you know, the, the reactive break fix service provider certainly needs to look at this as uh, something they need to be aware of and need to maybe think about modifying their process in order to compete with that head-on. Now, when I say compete with it head-on, I don't mean, again, marketing and doing all of that. I mean being able to offer those services in a competitive fashion to their client base and their prospects because, you know, uh, as end user or end customers, we're being barraged by messaging from not only Dell but from other large organizations about remote service delivery and, and proactive monitoring and management. So my fear is that the reactive service provider today um, will lose business and lose market share if they don't think about transitioning to deliver those types of services as well. So that's, that's kind of one threat. Then the other threat really is that head-to-head -head competition. I mean, how do, you, how do you overcome a situation where you walk into a prospect's office and they've just purchased uh, all new infrastructure from their Dell representative and then have signed up for that remote support, right, from Dell? So there's a couple of things I think that, that we need to be aware of. Okay. I mean, that's, that, that sounds fair. And you mentioned uh, mergers and acquisitions in there. And I know one of the other topics that Brad Scow's involved with is a panel on mergers and acquisitions. And I know he's just recently completed one in the Duluth area. Uh, maybe we'll just spin it back over to him. I don't want to forget Dana because I know Dana's sitting there waiting to talk about security and, and all the technical stuff. But we'll get to Dana eventually here. But, um, Brad, on the mergers and acquisition side, what are, you know, as, let me kind of just kind of frame this a little bit better here. We used to look at mergers and acquisitions as a way to grow our business. And that's true still to this day. What we're seeing is merger and acquisition activity now in our market on just getting good qualified talent to come and join our company. And, and it's not so much about the client base or the revenues now, it's about just getting people. Uh, what are we going to be talking about in Dallas around M&A and, acti and activity around that? Um, well, Stuart, that's the, the nice thing about the seminar that we're putting on is it's, really, it's a panel discussion with uh, four experts. and. Um, I believe one of the experts who's going to be talking about it with us is Arlen, who's on the call here. And we, uh, we are going to be talking about really all the different areas that you run into when you talk mergers and acquisitions. Um, they, uh, Scott Scroggin is going to be um, 
emceeing our, our session, said that last year he had an idea where he thought it was going to go, and it turned into mostly question and answer time from people that were in the that were in the session and, and had directions they wanted it to go. So this is going to go really wherever people want it to go. And you're right, Stuart, there are many different reasons why people approach mergers and acquisitions. They can look to grow your business. You can try to find some different people. Um, you can, If you're going to add a, a profit center to your business, a lot of times there's a company focusing on that. You can go out and look to acquire that company to bring them in. Um, you might want to grow geographically, so it's easier to go find a another business that's already been established and take some of your best practices and put them in and we're going to I'm sure touch on all of those different uh, reasons and some of the some of the good things and some of the bad things and some of the things to watch out for because um, of the, the the few that I've done uh, I'm already seeing that I don't think two of them are ever going to go exactly the same and I think everyone's going to have its own little surprise and own little twist that uh, that maybe you're not quite ready for so um, there's a lot that can be learned by somebody who's been through it a few times, and that's what the panel is going to present. Yeah, I participated in that panel last year. And, uh, from my experiences on the two that we looked at, were they didn't work out uh, in the end, but it was a good, a good experience. And Arlen, is there anything that you can uh, uh, sh- chime in on on what Brad was talking about? Well, we do have a great panel uh, lined up, and, and probably the, the best news is that, that I've replaced myself with somebody that's got even more experience uh, on that panel. So uh, actually Steve Knutson from Marco will be sitting in the chair I was going to be in uh, because he's done about a dozen uh, M&A uh, activities in the last few years. So uh, Scott will still be the moderator and bring the HTA HTS perspective to the panel, but uh, it is something that is best uh, discussed with some folks that have done it because every time you do a, a merger or acquisition, you get surprised. And so the experience factor probably matters in, in this area more than about anything else we do. And uh, we've, we've got a veteran set of folks that have done it a number of times. Some have made some mistakes, and certainly everyone has learned a lot that they'll be able to share. Oh, thank you for uh, filling in those gaps there, on It's really great. So I'm going to bring Dana in now to talk about the technical track. On on day three, I believe, Dana, is the technical track. Uh, you know, there's a lot of small business IT professionals that are still very much day-to-day technically uh, in their business. So what can we expect in the technical track uh, from your knowledge and maybe just kind of talk about your session on the remote uh, securing remote connections uh, for our for our show today, uh, you know maybe you can talk about the general tech, the technical track first. Uh, what, what are you seeing in the technical track that you can share with people? Well, I think one of the things that we're seeing is um, it's so easy for people to get in this mindset that there is a disconnect between business and technical, and I think it's actually far from that. I think that there's there's a requirement to build the business, but that at the end of the day, there's this technical focus that has to deliver the goods, solve some sort of pain point. And what SMB Summit has done is that they've made sure that they've aligned it with what are some of those critical pain points that are going to drive where the business has to go. And it's ranged from everything from there's things like uh, exploring the best practice analyzer that's out for SBS now, which helps to identify problems that might exist in an infrastructure, which you know saves you time than having to try to uh, do that yourself. And they have things on migration strategies, how to move things around, and uh, talk about VoIP and how to deploy that. And what's interesting about this whole aspect, especially on security, and that's why I'm there, is that it's very easy for people to dismiss the whole technical aspect um, 
as just a it's a different weird thing that we go do over there. But I know when we talk about security as an example, uh, security is not a technical problem; it's a business problem. And in, in many cases, you have to align the technical safeguards that you need to understand how to use and deploy with the actual business processes that are within those business uh, within those organizations. And you have to be cognizant of those two. And so I know when, in in the presentation that I'm doing, we're going to talk about you know what is the business risk. How does this relate to, how does this actually hurt businesses? And when we talk about remote access as an example, you know, what are the risks that exist not only for the end customer, but in many cases, some of the providers that are going to be working. So, you know, we are talking earlier about, you know, how do we manage and deal with, you know, remote services and how do we compete against the big boys when they're trying to do this? And it all comes down to liability and trust. And I think we can all agree that when it comes to talking with the clients that we're working with, that trust is probably more paramount than anything else. And, yes, cost is a, a large consideration, but if they can't trust you and you can't trust that you have their interests in mind, you're not going to be there very long. And so I think when we look at all the different technical tra um, sessions that are in there, uh, we see everything from, uh, as I was saying, there's the uh, BPA to uh, virtualization technology, how to better leverage uh, office accounting. And I think what we can start seeing is that when we're there learning about the business side and how to sell this stuff, we can also see, well, what do our technical guys that are working for us, what do they need to understand and what pain points are they going to solve so that we can then go out there and address that and, and you know get paid for it. And I, and I agree that my, techn my technical staff are perhaps my best sales force because they're ones day-to-day -day in the client's offices and can address those things. So it's great to have that balance of the business and the technical. And there really, yeah, there really is no true disconnect. There's only that virtual or that perceived disconnect. Yeah, and there's always this, you know, there's lots of people out there that are, you know, they're the geeks of the world. They just care about the technology, and they don't understand how that impacts business. And, you know, I could sit there and spend 10 hours talking about all the cool, neat stuff in Windows Server 2008, which I like, but has no bearing on nine-tenths of the customers that are out there right now on what their existing pain points are. What, what are they, you know, what are they working on that addresses, um, you know, what their business is doing. And I think the interesting thing is, especially with the guys that have put this together for uh, this event is that they get it. They're business people that say, yeah, here's what we need to understand and here's how we have to solve these problems. And it's not about just going and, and geeking out at, at uh, you know, a TechNet event or, or something like that where you're focused specifically on the IT pro delivery of technical services. And instead, how are we going to deliver this to uh, our customers in a way that makes sense? And if we get the technical people thinking like that, you know, how are we going to help our customers save time or make money? I think most businesses will flourish through that kind of thinking. Well, absolutely. You'll, your business will just prosper beyond belief when you can understand how both of those, how the technology impacts business and how business impacts technology. So thank you, Dana, for your insight there. It's always uh, always valued. But I want to bring Carl back in because I, I believe that Carl probably has one of the, the greatest sessions uh, uh, <laughs> planned for uh, SMB Summit. And it's, you, we got all this great technical stuff. We got all this great business stuff. But Carl... We have to have a life outside our business. That's right. So my session consists of introducing you so that you can provide great material to people. So. <laughs> Where Carl and I are sharing uh, this one, so that's why I got to say a little bit, uh, you know, self-focused here when I say it's one of the better sessions. But Carl, can you talk about it? Sure. Well, you know, I mentioned that I've got three companies. So, so KP Enterprises, great little book. The third one is Relax, Focus, Succeed, and um, you know, I. 
in some ways, that's my perspective on it. And and Stuart and I, if you've read Stuart's material, we share a lot of similar perspectives about the need for balance in your work, in your life. And, you know, it it sounds extreme to think about it in terms of life and death, but I have gotten three clients in the last year and a half because somebody literally had a stroke and passed away and I got their business. And no one in this business should be dying at a young age because they didn't take care of themselves or they were stressed out or they couldn't balance things. And um, so we're going to talk about, you know, some perspectives on on life and how you balance things uh, and some perspectives on success generally because success doesn't mean that you reach the 1 million mark or the 5 million mark or or some dollar amount in the sky. When I look at the people on this call and the people that I meet at conferences, the people who are generally successful, uh, it's not about money. It's about the whole picture of what they're doing in their life. And on the other hand, I meet people who, you know, hate their job and they don't want to go to work every day and it's stressful and they hate their clients and they hate their employees and so forth and so on. There's no way that those people are successful no matter how much money they make. That's so true, Carl. One of the things that, my, that I should bring into the, into the session is surrounding yourself with great people and, having, and building great teams. And just evidence is the people on this call today of, of what a great team can do and the power of a message that uh, a collective group of like-minded folks can, can share. And, you know, I couldn't do it all myself. Well, I could do it all myself, but it would never have the same impact. So these are some of the things that we talk about in our session is uh, having a life outside your business and what you need to do to get there. And so we got. We, I think we covered most of the, most of the tracks here. Uh, a few other things that are coming up. Arlen, maybe you can talk about the vendor fair. Uh, you know, how many vendors we got? What kind of? What's the range of the vendors that are going to be there? And I don't believe this is like a normal uh, technology seminar or, or conference where you know you have access to the the vendor fair throughout the the conference. I think it's only going to be a certain period of time. Is that correct? That is very correct, Stuart. We have uh, we've changed up how we're going to to uh, interact with vendors this year, and uh, really done a a compression of the time that vendors will be required to be on site. And uh, we've got about forty vendors that will be be with us in Dallas, uh, and their entire interaction with the crowd. Uh, in terms of the vendor fair, will be on Sunday afternoon, uh, day three from 4 o'clock till about 10 o'clock. So there's a trade show that will be set up during that time that uh, these 40 vendors will be in their uh, tabletop areas to interact with the crowd, and that's where the food will be. So people will be uh, you know, eating their appetizers and, and their light uh, dinner uh, while they mingle with the vendors. Uh, also during that time, we also have some vendor breakout sessions. So... Um, Nine of our vendors are, are what we consider uh, our, our premier vendors. Uh, they have breakout sessions that will be going on in some of the, the small rooms outside of the trade show area, and they'll be doing 45-minute uh, presentations to partners on topics around their particular services or solutions. And so folks will have, during that time, uh, 20 different breakouts to pick from, 
and uh, you know six hours of vendor table time, uh, all happening simultaneously. So it's going to be kind of a busy time frame, but you know we've got some some really good vendors uh, lined up to be there that are excited to uh, to come. We've got we've got the old standbys that you would expect. Uh, you know the major uh, players like HP and and uh, some of those folks. All of the managed services uh, leaders are going to be there with with their folks. Um, we've got some new ones that'll be there as well. Uh, Jenny Distributing, for example, who is a telephony distributor and, and carries some of the kind of unique things uh, for telephony uh, partners, is going to be in the crowd. Uh, We've also got DNH as one of our premiers on the uh, distribution side, as, long as, uh, as well as Cynix, uh, who has not been at this conference before. So we, we've got a lot of different variety. All the logos and companies are listed up on the SMB Summit website. But uh, I really want people that are attending on uh, for the event to to really plan for Sunday late afternoon and evening to be focused on the vendors. Uh, these folks are coming in to, to interact with what they hope are the best partners uh, in North America. And uh, so I want folks to come there with the idea of getting to meet some new vendors and finding ways to implement solutions into their business that they may not have been doing before. And that's critical important, Arlen, and I'm happy you mentioned it, to interact with the vendors because in my, in my business, my clients are very important, but my Vendor relationships are equally important because uh, we, when we, it's hard to supply you know solutions to our clients if we don't have those relationships with our vendors. So here's a good time to, uh, to create some new relationships, maybe strengthen some existing ones, and just uh, invest some time in, in dealing with the vendors. So I, and I know Arden, you're you kind of share that same insight I do when it comes to vendors and and the importance of vendor relationships. Uh, I know we have a number of uh, guys on our panel this uh, this morning. That are that have books for sale up on the SMB Summit uh, website. I know Arlen does, myself, Carl, and Eric all have books available on smbsummit.com, and you can find the bookstore there. Uh, Eric, since you've had some relatively good success in, in, in on selling books through uh, different conferences, you know what are why should people go to the website ahead of time uh, and look out the, look check out what books are for sale? And maybe get pre- and to get properly prepared for our, for our conference. Well, I think uh, I'm I'm a big believer in in education and educating yourselves. I mean, I've, I've constantly got a a pile of books that I'm trying to go through, and uh, you know, certainly am a big believer that uh, nobody knows everything. I mean, we are certainly learning new things each and every day, working with partners and clients and vendors and distributors and manufacturers. So. Um, I would encourage folks that uh, haven't taken a look at some of our uh, collective books from the authors on this panel, and especially if you're not going to be able to make the conference, please avail yourselves of the great educational materials that are up on the website. I mean, like I say, uh, and, and we're all big believers here on the panel, and Carl, I think you say it best when you say, hey, you know what? It's an hour of your billable time, and if you get one nugget out of one of these uh, great publications that can can help you modify a process or change your thoughts or or change something in your business that can pay dividends moving forward, I mean, it's well, well worth it. That's so that's so true. And we have great books, uh, Eric. You got a couple up there on managed services. Arlen's uh, Peer Power book is up there. 
Uh, Carl's got uh, his uh, Focus, Relax, Succeed uh, up on there, um, and some project manager books uh, as well, Carl, I do believe. Yeah, I I don't know if those are on that site, but um, we will have we'll certainly have the project manager um, binders at the conference. And you can also link to Carl's uh, site as well to find all the the books. And Carl, maybe just talk in for a couple of, like for a minute or so here on SMB Books website and, and why people should visit that one as well. Well, it, there are really two SMB Books sites. One is just smbbooks.com, and that's where you can buy. Stuart's stuff and Eric's stuff and Arlen's stuff and, uh, you know, all the – what I think are all the great books in our space, and we're continuing to add books to that, including the latest and greatest revision of the SBSC exam cram by Beatrice, uh, which is up there at, uh, you know, a discount um, every day. But also, if you go to smb-books.com, that's kind of the back-end site for SMB Books. So if you're an author and you would like to get published, that's a place where you can find information. If you have a white paper that you think would be useful to this community, we would like to have you propose it there, and um, you can learn about the, the editorial board we have and so forth. So um, both of those are great places to start. SMB Books has a link to SMB-Books. And um, we just we're trying to be a resource for the community. And if there's something that you think should be up there, shoot me an email, and uh, we'll see what we can do to get it on there. Great, thanks for that, uh, Carl. So, like Eric said, over to the uh, yes, sir. Go ahead. We should also mention that at the summit itself, for folks that are going to be in attendance, that that we will have a bookstore set up, and and Carl and and Eric and myself will will be selling these books at the show uh, during the lunch hour each day. So the second half of lunch is dedicated to the bookstore. So if folks want to pick these up on site in Dallas, they'll be able to do that. Yeah, and I'll have my stuff there as well. So we'll be uh, the four of us will be there for sure, and maybe some others as the conference goes on. But I encourage you to visit the website as well and you know get uh, get a few of these uh, ahead of time as well. So even especially if Eric said, if you're not going to be at the conference for one reason or another, go pick up these uh, publications. You have everything ranging from my goal setting for IT pros book right up to peer power and selling managed services. So that's a, a great resource. Guys, we have about uh, nine minutes left in, on our time today. I want to kind of go through the panel one more time here. And uh, you know, want, any, any words of inspiration, somebody who's sitting at the, on the fence here, one doesn't know if you want to go or stay home or, 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 or make a trip down to Dallas. If you had that type of person, what would you say to them? And uh, we'll start with Dana, and, and then we'll go through the panel. Um, I think I'd turn it around and do the, the negative connotation, and that is if you're questioning if you think it's worth it, then I think you need to have a little more retrospect into your own business. And uh, I think those who get it and understand the value, I think Carl hit it on the head. He says, look, you know, one hour of your time, right? At the end of the day, you're going to gain a lot of uh, business and sales acumen, and the conversations in the hallways are always worth more than uh, anything that you could ever get anywhere else. And I think it's a value that everyone should be there to gain that insight and that knowledge. Great. Thanks, Dana. How about you, Brad? Any words of inspiration? Um, yeah, it was a little over a year and a half ago. I joined uh, one of Ireland's HTG peer groups, and the, the – uh, the, the business acumen and the, the relationships that I created in that group 
um, are really going to be kind of distilled down, and there's going to be a lot of that of that atmosphere and those people and that knowledge down here. And um, I, by far the best business decision I ever made is doing HTG, and this is really just uh, an extension of all of those great concepts and ideas. So uh, get down there and, and let the fire hose hit you. There's going to be a lot of information down there. Yeah, be prepared to drink from the fire hose. That's for sure that weekend. Uh, and Carl, what uh, last-minute words can you share with the the audience today? Well, I would sort of loop back to what you said earlier, which is that the the, the amount of money that this cost is really very small when you put it in perspective. The first couple days are not going to be a TS2 event. I mean, the first couple of days are you're going into Microsoft's home, and uh, the the PSS team is there, and they're going to really have a super deep dive on some very cool new technology. And then you follow that with uh, just a super deep dive in how to be as successful as you can possibly be in your business. And and this is a great time to be doing this. This is when we should absolutely be pumping into this stuff because the rest of the year we have one product after another that's going to come out and we need to hit the ground running. Absolutely. And, yeah, we do have great uh, – we have the fire holes happening with product. And we got the economic uncertainties really hitting the market here of, you know, what's going to happen in business. You know, you look at the Dow's down 400 one day, it's up 500 the next day. The NASDAQ's doing the same thing. You know, all these, you know, the housing market's numbers are kind of in the toilet. And, Eric, you kind of mentioned right now, it's the uncertain economic times. Uh, this is the place you need to come to how to weather that storm. And, you know, what can you share with those people that are kind of fence-sitting right now? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's obvious that <clears throat> during uncertain economic times, you know, businesses have a t- have a tendency to tighten their belts. They may um, start uh, laying folks off and looking for other avenues to cut costs or in processes and efficiencies, which equals you know uh, increase in their net profits. So, I think you know from from a larger perspective, um, you know, coming to an event like this and dedicating yourself to to budgeting for not only from a monetary perspective but from a time perspective to get out to uh, events like this that, that from all the events that we participate in, this is probably one of the most unique because we've got the two days with all of the information about the new Windows uh, server products that are going to be there. We've got Windows team members and staff that are going to be right there at our fingertips that we're going to be able to to ask direct questions of. I mean, this is kind of a you know a once in a lifetime opportunity. Otherwise, how do we get that type of information? You know, watching webinars or maybe hitting a TS2 event here and there. This is a, an opportunity to really have one-on-one time with Microsoft, and not only with Microsoft. I mean, when when we first joined HTG a few years ago, we were also uh, part of Arlen's HTG group. This was, I think, a a defining moment that we we pulled our head out of the sand and said, Wow. It's all about what Arlen always preaches. It's about building relationships, and not only building relationships with vendors and distributors and manufacturers, but building relationships among other providers. And we have taken that Kool-Aid and drunk it and keep drinking it as much as we can and think from that experience. So, again, kind of just highlighting this conversation in the hallway philosophy. I mean, we have some really tremendous relationships throughout the years in, in attending uh, conferences such as this, and especially at SMB Summit, I think it's going to be 
um, uh, very unique opportunity for, for those of you that may not have attended an SMB summit before or are trying to decide which conference should I attend. I think it's, um, this is a no-brainer to me. And that's so true, Eric. I mean, one of the things that keeps I keep hearing in my head over and over this last hour is, you know, the formal educations that we've gotten through college or whatever have taken us so far. And I'm a big believer in self-education as a real true mechanism to true wealth and success in our business. And uh, Arden, I know you and I have, you know, shared books and ideas all the time. And don't don't forget not to mention the um, the HEG online grad because we don't want to forget those folks. But you know, what's the what words of inspiration can you share in the last three minutes here we have on the program? Well, just a couple of thoughts, and, and these have kind of been uh, mentioned already, but I, I just want to reinforce them. You know, one of the things that I've learned in the last 23 years of, of doing business is that uh, a lot of times when uh, when the economy is slowed down or, or appears to be, uh, you know, going to slow down, that's the time for investment. And some of the best decisions we've ever made have been to basically go against the tide and when everybody else is running away to run forward. And I really think that's kind of where we're at today in this economy. I think this is the time to invest in, the, in these new technologies that are going to be our future for the next few years. And so saving a little bit of money by not attending a conference to learn the technology that is really the way you're going to succeed is, is to me, a, a very poor choice. The other thing that, that I think is even more important to, to think about is, and has been mentioned by several folks, the number one question I get over and over is, well, how, how do you run a technology company that does $17 million from the middle of a cornfield? And the reality is that HTS today is, is not the result of me being smarter than all the other people in the world. It's a result of me learning things from a whole bunch of other partners, a lot of who are on this call, and just going back and putting it to work. And I think, you know, several have mentioned that the value of this is the partners that are going to be there and the vendors that you can engage with and being where successful people are, surrounding yourself with people that understand this industry, that have been successful, and learning from them. And that's where, to me, the value of this event really is, is we're going to have, you know, over 400 folks in that facility that are successful, that have been doing this and have their act together. And, and uh, as Dana said, they get it. And there's no better better way to grow your company than to hang out with folks like that. So that's really, to me, the, the driver that's the opportunity that people have to really set themselves apart from all the other IT people that they might compete with. Hang out with folks that are making it happen. And this place will be, the halls will be filled. And uh, if you miss that opportunity, it doesn't come around that often. And what about the HCG online, Arlen, in the last minute here we have? Well, we've had a, a great experience with, uh, you know, 120 partners that have been learning Tech, or, uh, concepts like are going to be shared in Dallas. And so this is a great way to go down and reinforce the things that have been shared online with you. The graduation ceremony actually for HTG Online will happen Monday over lunch. And so uh, we hope that all those folks will be able to join us in Dallas and, and uh, get even further uh, education, 
but get to meet each other face to face. This is our first event, uh, attempt at doing training online through an HTG style group, and uh, it's a lot different than when we get to go together quarterly face to face. So I hope they can all come to Dallas and meet one another and uh, learn some more. Great, and there's the, uh, the closing music coming up, guys. Thank you very much all for your time. Really value your input and in, in coming together as a unit here. Uh, tune in next week. We're going to be on with Steve Holton from Small C Consulting, and we're going to talk about project management and everything you need to do to successfully complete your projects. Once again, have a great and successful week.